Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Royals Rundown Podcast with myself, Jacob Milham. And I have a very, very special guest on tonight for you. It is the one and only Steven Zoback from the Columbia Fireflies. Steven, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I, I'm doing A-OK. It is a, it's a Tuesday evening. I feel like I've already done a week's worth of work. Uh, but I think your, your uh, work week is just starting off, right? Yeah, yeah, we actually um, had an off day yesterday, hopped on the boat this morning about 7.30 and drove up to uh, to Virginia here playing Salem. So, yeah, yeah it's just, get, just getting started. We have a two-week road stint, so my week's going to turn into 14 days here pretty quick. Man, but at least so, if, if I recall correctly, you're playing Salem this week in Fredericksburg, so they're kind of close, so that makes it a little better, right? Yeah, that's not that's not too bad. It's It's better than taking a two-week road trip where we have to have, you know, two five-hour bus rides um, <laughs> makes it a little bit easier. Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah. Well, hey, if – um, so just a little bit of bio info uh, for our listeners who may not know who, who you are. Um, mm-hmm. So Royals drafted you this past year in, in 2022. You came out of California, and you said you're from, uh, wow, San Jose, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, from San Jose, um, born and raised there. Yeah, yeah, just stayed local. Nice. Sounds like plan to me. And I don't – so I didn't know about this until I did a little bit more digging on you, but you actually went to California as a two-way player. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I went I went out of uh, went out of high school, um, pitcher and outfielder. They, uh, they picked me up, told me that they wanted me to do the same thing there. Um, worked through that the first year, COVID – kind of screwed mm-hmm. everything up games wise and everything. And um, coming into the next year, Berkeley was under a huge strict, like, you know, no leaving policy. Um, I yeah. mean, technically I think I could have went home, but it was one of those things where you had to inform, you know, seven, di- seven different people in order Jeez. to even sniff the front lawn of your home. So it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a pain in the butt. So um, went out there my sophomore year, um, had a pretty decent season. Uh, nothing to call home about. Um, mm-hmm. And then this last junior season, I ended up coming back from summer ball, noticing that my pitching was was getting a lot better. Um, okay. And they told they told me they're like, "Hey, we want you to be one of the starters." Uh, oh wow! In the staff, in the staff, and I was like, "Okay, it's time to really make a decision because I can't, you know, have fifty percent hitting, fifty percent pitching um, with that with that kind of mentality." Hitting is one of those things too, man. Like you got to put 100% of your effort into, or else you're just not going to be successful. Um, I mean, very few people in the world, Shohei Otani being one of them, <laughs> can <laughs> yeah. can do that successfully. But um, yeah, I, I kind of made the decision on my own. Um, okay. Took the bat, took the bat out of my own hands to focus on pitching and become a starter. Um, felt like I saw a better future for myself. But yeah, that's pretty much my my college career. Okay, I. That that is a, uh, you know, you, I always think of it as like, oh well, the coaches tell a player, you know, one way or another. But that's uh, that's pretty cool that, and I I would say pretty mature that you made that call on your own. So, kudos, yeah, to, kudos, to yeah, you. for sure, for sure. It was one of those things where it's just just like you said. I didn't want a coach to tell me, like, hey, we we don't want you to hit anymore. Or we don't want you to pitch anymore. I just wanted to make the decision that was best for myself. Um, and I felt like okay. that was the way to go. You know, it was a long, 
it wasn't just one day waking up. It was a long conversation with my dad over the phone because mm. he, he was the guy who taught me how to hit and stuff. So it was a lot of, a lot of questions, a lot of concerns, but at the end of the day, he supported me um, in my decision and, and turned his sights from hitting into pitching overnight pretty quickly. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's definitely helped me out a lot with that, with that decision. Heck yeah. Awesome. Hey, and this is something I've always been curious about personally. So I got a, I got one of those collegiate summer ball teams just down the road for me. The Peninsula Pilots is, is what they're called. Uh-huh. How does yep. that, like, does, do you feel like you benefited from that? Like was, or were you more burnt out from, because that's a lot of baseball, man. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is a lot of baseball, but at the same time, you know, talking with pretty much every college guy that I know, summer ball was one of like the most fun experiences I've had. <laughs> um, just because it's like, you know, you get to go home for a couple um, prior to the summer season. Some Sometimes if you make a regional, super regional, go into the, the, the championship stuff in Omaha, like that, that doesn't give you the opportunity to do so. But when you get out into summer ball, man, you get, you get to hang out with a bunch of guys from different teams and, you know, get to mesh with those guys and get to learn um, about their lives and their colleges and stuff. And it ends up being just a really fun experience, you know, showing up to the park. Most of the time it's a show and go. You just <laughs> show up to the field. You stretch <laughs> for about, stretch for about an hour, take BP in the cages. Um, you know, some of us, we, we went there a little bit earlier just to take some more reps on the field for defense and stuff and everything. But um, I went down to Santa Barbara for two years um, during my college career, and Bill Pintar down there is the head coach for the Foresters, and he freaking kicked butt, man. He was one of my favorite coaches. He just kept everything light. He Heck treated yeah. us like treated us like professionals, um, and said, "Hey, if you guys ever need a day off, just let me know. I'm not going to ask any questions, but you guys know your stuff better than I know you." So. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, he made it. He made it real easy. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that a lot of these college guys have the same experience with that. Um, even though you hear some horror stories here and there, I imagine about leagues and stuff. But for the most part, I've heard some positive things about summer ball. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, so, you know, it sounds like you came from a pretty good you know, support system there in California. You know, collegiate and summer ball. Um, has mm-hmm. that translated over to the Fireflies? How, how are you feeling there in the clubhouse? Yeah, absolutely. It definitely, um, I've noticed a lot with, you know, summer ball and and college, you start to learn how to grow up a lot faster. Um, You start doing things on your own more, you know, instead of going home to a stocked fridge with your parents and stuff, you gotta, (laughs) you gotta go out there and do it yourself. And and college, college ball, I mean, with a lot of these, these teams and stuff, it's, it's pretty difficult to, you know, create your own regiment with, with classes, with practice, you know, you got six Uh, o'clock, six o'clock weights in the morning, then class and then practice after that. And then you got to study. So really like honing in on your time when you have that free time to spend, you know, going to the store or doing stuff that you need to do, getting your car washed, whatever it is, instead of, you know, hopping on video games and stuff or, or doing that. Um, (laughs) But it, it teaches you how to be an adult pretty quickly and kind of fend for yourself. Um, so coming here was an adjustment in on its own, but learning that stuff earlier on definitely helped through my process. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Never never would have thought about that. Um, yeah, yeah. Something that – so I, I talked to uh, 
last week I talked to Austin Cox right before he made his debut, and I asked yeah. him the same same question um, about the adopt a minor leaguer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, have, have you had any experience with that, or have they helped you out at all? Um, no, I haven't. This is actually the first I've, I, I'm hearing about it. Um, oh, okay. But um, yeah, so ex- I know. Explain a little bit more about what it is. Well, so um, it's it's mostly a, a social media. I wouldn't call it a movement, but uh, they mm-hmm. kind of put out an all call to like, hey, we'll go out and we'll uh, we'll gift some some minor leaguers some some gift cards for for food or to help with travels and things like that. And I do know that they specifically said, I want to say it's um, one of the games while y'all are up in VA is they said that they were going to stop by and give some Chipotle gift cards away. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's so, awesome. That's sweet. Keep your uh, keep your ears to the ground on that, but it's just all it is really is kind of a, a crowdsourcing of trying to get some support from minor league yeah. players. Because man, I I know y'all ain't in it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know uh, we have a phenomenal PA with us. You know the, M- the MLB M M I L B PA. They do phenomenal jobs for us. I mean, we we just got a the pay increase here. Um, yeah. But yeah, still, it's, it's still difficult to, to live off of sometimes. I mean, the grand scheme of things, like, you know, you try to create a budget um, and see how long it can stretch you out for. But, you know, the end goal is always going to be, you know, stepping onto the big league field and possibly signing a contract with them. So mm-hmm. doing this stuff is, you know, just got to earn your wages a little bit. You got to, you know, get through the system. You got to work through it. You got to figure out some stuff while you're in here, but that's that's primarily what it's for. Okay. And I mean, we're taken really really good care of. Care of like good. You know, we get we get housing paid for now. We get um, like our our place that we're living in Columbia. Like we're right next to the field, so we don't have to drive there. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty you know the setup's pretty nice compared okay. to what it used to be um, for sure. So. Our, our players association has, has been kicking butt with that stuff. Awesome. Glad to hear, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, so speaking of a little bit more of the professional side of the game, did I, so I, did I understand that your, uh, your girlfriend is a professional athlete as well? Yeah, she is. She is. She, uh, she, we met at Cal. Um, she was a goalkeeper. Uh, okay. On the soccer team. And she actually recently just got drafted back in January to Angel City FC. Uh, NWSL soccer team, um, which is pretty pretty cool, and she's she's enjoying it as well. Heck yeah, awesome! I would, I, I imagine that's got to be some uh, some interesting interesting texts back and forth about like, hey hey babe, I got to go to practice, or sorry <laughs> yeah. I missed you, I was I was at a game. Does that a, yeah? Like, how's that relationship work for y'all? Y'all good with it? Yeah, no, it's it's pretty solid. It it takes some definitely some effort on both ends you know mm-hmm. being a three-hour time change like that oh yeah that definitely that definitely adds to the increment details with everything but she's she's in a different situation you know every day I'm playing a game it's not practices and stuff whatever so mm-hmm. my game schedule is pretty you know pretty normal it's you know seven o'clock games sometimes you got six o'clock sometimes you got five o'clock the occasional one o'clock if if we got to get home and stuff, but yeah, um, with that schedule, it, it adds a lot of uniformity to oh. to both of us. So it's even though we're you know three hours apart, I get done with my game 
um, you know, around 10 o'clock, get back to the hotel or get back to my room and still have time to, you know, get on a FaceTime call and talk for a little bit um, before having to go to bed to then get to the field at like two o'clock the next day. So we, we make it work. It's, it's, Good. it's a hard, it's a hard process, but we make it work. And yeah, our, our text conversations are definitely more interesting. I say than most, um, you know, complaining about, you know, certain plays or certain calls throughout a game that we just uh, played in rather than, you know, like, what, what you want to eat that night. Or... <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely really interesting. Our, our conversations. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Glad, glad to hear. I'm glad, glad that y'all got some, uh, you got a, a, a good way forward. It sounds yeah. very sustainable. Yeah. Um, good, good system of communication, everything. Yeah. It's, it's and communication important. makes things a lot easier, man, yeah. wherever you're at in life. It's so true. So true. Um, I'm, I'm curious, are you gonna be able to make it out to one of our games this season? I'm, I don't know when, um, first season will end. Yeah, we're actually, we're throwing around the idea. Um, we don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. This is my first year, yeah. um, with the, with the Fireflies or professional baseball for that matter. But I want to see when our season ends. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if we keep playing well, we're going to make a postseason, So that might extend yeah. it a little bit, but That's her true. season runs a little bit sooner it ends sorry a little bit sooner than the ml the mlb season so she gets done around october if she makes a postseason she goes a little bit farther um but yeah that's kind of where it ends um for her so i might be able to catch a game i might not be able to but we'll have it we'll have an off season together good um, stuff like that we got the same same schedule with that so it's pretty nice well, I I hope you can make it out to one of our games, but not at the expense of uh, of y'all missing out on the postseason, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so I, you know what? I don't even think I explicitly said this when we started talking. Um, so Stephen, you are you're pitching out of the Fireflies bullpen right now, and man, you mm-hmm. had an amazing start to the season. Um, on <laughs> I have a lot of people. I wouldn't say in my DMs, but in my comments, <laughs> on my articles, like, "Hey, have you? What, what do you know about this about this Zobac guy?" And I'm like, "I, I know nothing. Um, I know the pitcher. That's about it." Yeah. Um, how How did that feel to make such a, a strong first impression in your professional ball? Yeah, I mean, it was it was great. You know, I can't can't lie. Can't be like, "Hey, yeah, I was just doing my thing." Like, no, it felt freaking awesome to come out here, especially after getting drafted not going anywhere last year, um, sticking around in Arizona, going through an entire off season and not playing a game since March, April, May, probably early May of, of 2022. Um, and so to come back and like get out on the fields that the fire was, was relit, you know? So it was, it was really fun coming out here, getting the season performance, you know, they are what they are, but I'm just happy I got to, to play well. Heck yeah. Awesome, yeah. man. And I um so I I do want to note to our listeners, so when you were in California, you had a little bit of a mix. You were both the starter mm-hmm. and you would come out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I I think I rewatched one, I forget who it was against, but I rewatched like one of your better games. It was like a seven inning uh performance, twelve strikeouts, and you were absolutely on, on top of the opposition. Mm-hmm. Um so you you can go for a good number of pitches, but I am I am curious. Like, are you content being a bullpen arm, or do you want to go back to being a starter? What what you think? 
Oh, yeah, we're, we're working right now to, to build up to become a starter. Um, it's different, especially like going through, going through the off season um, was different for me, you know, trying to figure everything out, trying to get a regiment uh, for myself instead of, you know, like you said, playing summer ball and everything and having that yeah. outlet. Um, and so coming back into professional baseball, the build-up process has been a little bit slower for me, but they're still having me uh, uh, work to become a starter. Um, okay, I've been I've been piggybacking games. Might look like I've I've been relieving, but I've been told, "Hey, you're gonna throw, you know, you're gonna throw Friday, and you got three innings or something, or or this, that, and the other thing." So it's been like very consistent on the days that I'm throwing. Um, okay. but having that piggyback role, it like gives you both looks. It, it gives you the reliever mentality of like, okay, this is what I got. This is, you know, we're ahead this game. You don't just go out there and start the game, but you're, you're seeing the game progress and, and you feel the energy a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like it's, it's also another step to, you know, go out there and start the, the momentum, right? It's, it's feels a lot better for me, um, to get out there be the first guy on the bump, but yeah. having that relieving role and being behind Dave, which, which I've been throwing behind is phenomenal piggyback. Um, like, I mean, him going out there and shoving shop, you know, throwing up freaking, you know, eight to eight to nine strikeouts a game. Yeah. And being like, wow, I gotta, I gotta show up, show up for that. It just takes my level up a notch seeing him perform well. Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, not, not everyone, not all my listeners can go out there and, and read the scouting report, but I mm-hmm. am, I am curious, what do you think is, uh, or like, what's a pitch you've been working on or what's your strongest pitch right now? Do you think? Yeah, I've actually been working on my changeup a lot. It's one of the pitches that I've struggled the most with in my past. Um, just getting a feel for it and trying to be consistent with location and consistency with, with the break and the, the change of, um, velocity. Um, you know, something I've always kind of had was the fastball. I feel like yeah. there's a lot of guys um, in professional baseball who can say that. Now, location, <laughs> location, it's kind of, you know, hit or miss. Um, oh. That's what that's what definitely elevates uh, a you know, big league arm with most of these guys. But having a fastball is something that like a lot of these guys already have. So developing a secondary or a third pitch to have in your arsenal, something to get over for a strike every time that's that's a big game changer so that change up is definitely something i've been working on okay good to know good to yeah. know we will we'll keep an eye on that when you're uh yeah. making your appearance appearances for the fireflies uh man i i just want to say this out of all the the minor league teams in the in the royals i do want to say it looks like the fireflies have some impeccable clubhouse energy man like it just it just leaks out on the field like how, how does yeah. that help you play or how does that make you feel man it's it feels great it feels like you know college was the same way you know you go out there on the field you're playing for your school you know you're you know you got all your friends showing up to the game and stuff and it it feels like it feels the same here i mean you got all your buddies in the clubhouse like i mean we're living with each other for 140 days out of the year you know we've known each other for like what seems like a lifetime now, but you know, you're making six hour road trips with them. You know, you're eating lunch together, having dinner together, staying super late. If the games go extra innings, like 
you have plenty of time to talk with these guys. And so having a good bond with them is super important. And I feel like very rarely do you ever find a clubhouse with, we call them cancers, but other people call them like assholes and shit. But um, <laughs> very rarely do you ever find a clubhouse with, with not a single one of them. And this is, this is the one, this is a clubhouse that I can't tell you a single guy on the, on the team who's, who's a cancer or someone people don't want to be around because they're negative all the time or something like that. So we have a super good clubhouse environment. Um, we, we lose a game. Everyone's, you know, everyone's upset, but eager to come back the next day. We win a game, we celebrate. Like it's, it's super repetitive. Everything is, is, is everyone's showing up to the field the same way. It's pretty awesome. Okay. Well, sounds yeah. good. Sounds good to me. Well, Hey, before we get on out of here, I know, um, I know maintaining a, a social media presence is uh, both a good and a bad thing while you're a professional mm-hmm. ball player. Yeah. Uh, but if folks wanted to follow along with your, uh, with your journey, the season and beyond, uh, where can they find you on socials? Yeah, just, I, I don't have a Twitter, um, kind of stayed away from it, but I have an Instagram, uh, it's just Steven Uh, you can find me there. I'm, I'm, I'm public. So you guys can, check out some stuff to see if you want to follow me or not. But Heck yeah. um, I try to do a good mix of my life outside of baseball um, and my life inside of baseball and just trying to give anyone who sees me and was like, Hey, like I saw you pitch. I want to see, you know, I want to go follow him on Instagram. Like I want them to get a better look at me rather than just, okay, he's just this baseball player. Um, this is his life too outside. Like he's got a family, he's got a twin sister, he's got a girlfriend. Like it's, this is his life. Um, and then he just plays baseball as a profession. So yeah, that's kind of, well, kind of the thing. Well, I, I, for one, and I know I'm not alone in this. I, I do appreciate that, you know, actually seeing the, the player, not just a whole bunch of stats and uh, mm-hmm. you know, just more, more than baseball. There's more in life than baseball, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Stephen, I greatly appreciate you uh, you spending time with us this evening. Uh, best of luck on your upcoming series and appearances, and I you know just wish you all the best. Of course, man, I appreciate it. I thank thank you for the call, and it was a pleasure talking on your podcast today. <laughs>